Do you have something inspiring to say? Have you always known that your voice can contribute to the world? Is now the time? Yes, now is the time. The world is waiting for you. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. Today, we have an inspiring guest who is ready to share their voice with the world. Now, on to the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whether you're listening live or in the replay. I'm so happy you are here. I am your host, Christine McIver, and we have another inspiring guest with us today on the Open Mic Spotlight Show. My guest is the none other than Suzanne Stoffer. Suzanne, thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> it is snowy and it is snowy like crazy and dark still and 7 a.m. where I am. So I am committed, man, to the process. Oh, oh, my God. I feel so honored that you pulled your butt out of bed for me. No, you didn't do it for me. You did it for all those amazing listeners out there who are just so excited to hear all about who is this Suzanne lady? Like, really, really, who is she? I feel like Barbara Walters on this show, Suzanne. I feel like I, I dig in and I find things nobody else finds. Woohoo! Well, let's cover it again. So, Suzanne is our unique, exciting speaker today, and she is going to be sharing her messages, her ideas, her creations, and much more with us what she is creating in the world. And let me just tell you a little bit about Suzanne. Suzanne is a guide, a truth teller, and a soul revealer. She can empower you to dust off your soul's truth and unveil the most authentic, magical, and abundant you you've ever imagined. Suzanne's 20-plus years of diverse experience paired with her training as a psychic personal trainer didn't know that, health coach and accountant uniquely qualifies her to bring her clarity and a revitalizing energy to every area of, her, of our lives. Suzanne is also known as the number chick, the body maven, the spiritual guide, and relationship revitalizer. I love those titles, Suzanne. <laughs> and I love it. And what a unique combination. You are like a surprise package wrapped up with all this yumminess. Like, oh, my God. It is. I think people just kind of look at me, you know, and they're like, no, what? No, huh? Like, <laughs> so they, they, it is. They probably do the head tilt, right? They probably like, yeah. huh? Yeah, they do. And it's one of my partner, Megan, who we do love life and all things weird on Inspired Choices Network. So she's my partner in crime and life and in business. And she loves telling people, strangers, about what I do. She'll be like, no, okay, so she's a psychic and she's an accountant and she does body stuff too. So, and, and people are just like, she loves their responses. You know, so it is really fun. And I, I really, I feel like uh, for a lot of years, I went on this wandering path. And I almost in a way kind of made myself wrong for that because I was like, well, can't I just figure out what I want to do? Like, I was never one of those kids that knew I was going to be, you know, the singer or the artist or whatever. I was just like, eh, I don't know, you know. And so I kept mm -hmm. re 
inventing myself, you know, over the years, whatever just felt super exciting to me at the time, I was like, I'm going there. Um, and I've literally just changed up my whole life. Like I, I was an accountant, um, for years and years and then, um, transformed my own body, um, after I had three kids and basically just gave up like a six figure job to become a personal trainer. So, um, I, I've definitely gone that route of, you know, follow the energy, follow my passion, whatever, um, excites me in the moment I'm going for. And what's awesome about that now is that I just, in my, what I'm doing now with especially my coaching and intuitive practice is I have so much freaking tools and so much experience in like <laughs> so many different areas. It's just like, yeah, you got an issue. Yeah, I got something to say about that. I got some tools around that. So <laughs> I, I kind of see you. I imagine you diving into a great big, like one of those old doctor bags. Hang on a second. Let me see which tool I need yes. to pull out here. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of shocking. They, but it's like an all in one. So when I have people that come and coach with me, they're like, oh, you do that. Oh, and we can get into that. What? It's like a one stop shop. I'm like an Amazon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only prettier. <laughs> Way prettier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Let's, let's start at the beginning, Suzanne. Cool. So tell me where you were born and raised. Um, I was born and raised in Bountiful, Utah, which is a suburb of Salt Lake City. Um, and I have eight, eight brothers and sisters, so I grew up in a really large family um, and a very Mormon family and a very dysfunctional family. Um, so so, where were you in the line? Where were you in the lineup? Um, I was forced in line. Um, however, there was four-year gap between me and my older sister. So in a way, I took on a lot of the characteristics of a first child. Um, okay. And so I basically raised my younger siblings um, and really kind of held down the fort a lot. I was at 11, I was like the mother. So um, I took on a lot of responsibility at a very young age. And um, and so I have a lot of those characteristics of, of a first child. Wow. Um, and so you did you stay you stayed in the same city your whole life? Um, yeah, yeah, I stayed in Salt Lake City. I, I moved to California for a couple of years when I was married to my first husband. And um, that was amazing. Got to go be at the beach and fell in love with the beach. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. I've been in Utah almost all my life. And um, I'm now looking, you know, part of our plan, Megan and mine, is to really be out in the world and to have Salt Lake be a very part-time place. It's very beautiful and times of the year. Right now, not so much. <laughs> if you're not a skier, not so much. <laughs> so growing up, Megan, um, okay, so you're, you're raised Mormon and you're a psychic. I'm sure that was an interesting uh, awareness as you began to uh, have that come to fruition. What was what was your childhood like when you started to to tap into all of this about yourself? 
Uh, well, what I would say is that early on, I could see people so clearly, and I could read people, um, and I knew when there were lies. I knew when there was, a, and there was a lot of stuff going on in my family, kind of behind the scenes, a lot of trauma, drama, and a lot of uh, deception, um, and I saw that really early on, um, but because of, you know, like the constructs that I was in, I became kind of a wallflower. I would just watch. I would watch everything mm. go down. Um, and I was very aware, but I was uh, became quite hidden. So um, it's a funny story that um, my birthday is very close to Halloween, October 28th. And my... Um, my name, nickname as a little kid was Spook, um, which is like a ghost. And that was really right. how I felt. I felt like a ghost growing up. I felt like I was invisible, actually. And so um, for really, I would say I haven't taken on visibility um, except for probably the last couple of years. I've very, very much been um, the one behind the scenes, the one, the wallflower, the one that's watching and knowing and seeing, but mm -hmm. um, very much not being seen or trying not to be seen. Right. And did you find that um, in, in staying back in the shadows that you were able to see people more? Um, you know what I mean? Well, being what I would, more yeah. Yeah, I would say that they didn't know I was watching. Like, right. I really realized I had this magical capacity to actually put an invisibility cloak around me. Um, hmm. And so it was like I could be in a room and it's almost as if I'd put this cloak around me and then I could just watch all of the dynamics and see what was actually happening. Um, I didn't start actually, I started using my ability to read people um, when I, when I got into business because um, I could like read their thoughts and I could, and I knew immediately how to approach them. Um, and so I've always used my intuitive abilities. Um, it just was in less kind of, Psychic, you know, ways, so to speak, if that makes right. sense. Right. Not, not, not direct psychic ability, yeah. but within, yeah. within your other capacities. So did mm -hmm. you go to um, college or university for accounting? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. I, um, I graduated with an accounting degree from the U of U, and I um, launched into a um, full-time job as an auditor. Um, and as an accountant, and that's what I did for five years um, until I we moved to California, and then um, I started uh, creating my own business, and that's when I really started working with entrepreneurs um, mm. and um, working with small businesses. So um, that was the start of my kind of entrepreneurial career. Um, which was super fun. I was doing a lot of accounting consulting, business consulting, and just working with entrepreneurs to get their systems and structures set up, um, you know, because they had a lot of vision, but they didn't have a lot of organization. Um, and so that's what I did for years and years. Um, and it was really fun, and I love entrepreneurs, um, and, um, you know, I love, I still, that's one of my kind of niches, I guess, is that, like, I have so much experience with entrepreneurs. So um, it's really fun to create with those type of people. Mm, that's fabulous. So um, you are a mother. So what, how, how young were you when you first had a child? 
Um, I well, I got married at eighteen. Uh, I wouldn't suggest that to anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't Hold do on. that. <laughs> Um, and I had my first um, child when I was 21, and um, and so it was. I was always outside of the box, though. You know, like even as a Mormon, I was supposed to like settle down and you know be the mom um, and raise my family. And my husband was a good provider, and so I was supposed to kind of let him be the provider and me be the role of the mother. And so, um, you know. But I was I was always, always kind of a rebel. I was always on the outskirts of what I was supposed to do or supposed to be. Um, I was always on the fence of groups and stuff like that, not really feeling like I belonged. So, of course, I had to go against that because, like, I, I pursued my career and um, was working full-time and being a mom um, full-time and, you know, ended up having three kids. I have three kids and now, oh, my gosh, they're, like, almost out of the nest. I have one... That 16 um, and moving towards freedom and that makes me very happy but I I uh, they're amazing and I I love being a mom and I hate being a mom and uh, <laughs> and it's always been one of those relationships for me that has been so primary but also so intense and challenging so it's been a way of um, like until I found my way of being a mom um, it was really challenging for me to be in that system in those constructs. Um, so, wow, wow, it's so cool to hear all of this. I'm like, I'm literally, you know, and I do this oftentimes when I'm interviewing the 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 hosts here on the network. I'm leaning in towards my computer. Not that I can hear you anymore, but I'm <laughs> but I'm so engaged in and everything, Suzanne. This is fantastic. Um, so, Suzanne. Um, What's the what's the one thing that you you've taken from your childhood, you know, being invisible um, and and being raised Mormon? What's the one thing that has been a big credit for you and that you've carry you carry forward with you now? Hmm. Um, I would just say that uh, like. Everything serves, you know. I mean, I think that's really my message um, is that, you know, as challenging as my childhood was, as invisible as I felt, as um, a, much of a misfit as I've always felt, um, that that is actually so much my strength and my gifts and capacities and um, and that you know what it's kind of an access where they say whatever is your wrongness is your strongness um and so everything that i've gone through and all of the intensity and um and pain truthfully and feeling like um i didn't belong here um has has really created this place and space for me to um to honor that and to use that and to support and empower people who feel that same way too Hmm. Yeah. So wonderful. Okay, we are up to our first break already. Oh my gosh. Uh, we are going to dive into more things all about Suzanne Stoffer when we get back from our first commercial break. Stay tuned. You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight Show here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? 
Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. All right. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around and playing with us today as we learn all about Suzanne Stoffer. So, Suzanne, before we went for break, we were talking all about your childhood and mm-hmm. um, where, where you grew up and about some of your capacities. So now you're, um, you've gone to school for an accountant. You have been working in the field for about five years. And mm-hmm. then you moved to California. Is that when you moved to California mm-hmm. after that? Time? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so did you have the three kids when you moved to California? Well, I started in Salt Lake City. Um, my kids are three, three and a half years apart. So I was doing the having kids thing for about a decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> most people say 10 years, Suzanne, a decade. <laughs> No, yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. So I was, I had my first um, baby in Salt Lake City, and then I had my second one in, and third one in San Jose, actually, and then moved back to Salt Lake City. So, how long were you in California for? Uh, three years. Hmm. And what had you come back to Salt Lake City? Uh, Like, it's such a different atmosphere. That's why I'm curious. Um, well, I went for a job to California and then my marriage fell apart. Um, and so I actually moved back to Salt Lake City to try to kind of save my marriage and, um, and, uh, and, and then it didn't. Um, I got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) The things you do, the things you do for love. So. The things you do for love. There's a radio show right there, girl. (laughs) I know. Yeah, so um so kind of Salt Lake was my hometown and I had a lot of family support and because I was a full-time um 
you know, I was, I was a career woman and I really would desire support for my little kids. And so my mom, um, would take care of my kids when I worked and stuff. So it was a really great environment for me to be in with regards to that, um, being single, being a single mom. Um, and, you know, it, I, although I, you know, ever since, uh, leaving California, I've always, um, Ever since then, I knew I was going to be living at the beach at least three quarter time. So, um, mm. so it, it, so in that way, it was really such a, a, a much more aligned place for me energetically. Um, and, you know, that's the, that's what we're working towards. So, um, oh, it's wonderful. in my life, I've, you know, created so much like playtime and beach time and ocean time, you know, and it started there. Yeah. It started in California. Cool. So when did you, um, now you're back home in Salt Lake City, you're a single mom, you're working. When did you start to bring in the, um, oh, sorry, I can't remember the title that you have, the Body Maven? When did that begin? Um, so I was, that's when I, I was, had my consulting, my accounting consulting company. Um, and, um, I, at 29, I was like, it was eight weeks, 12 weeks before I turned 30. Um, and I was in the kind of typical place of, um, had three kids, had an extra 30 pounds, was spending so much time on my kids um, as a single mom that I really wasn't taking care of me. Um, and I did a 12-week transformation where I went from a size like 16 to a size 4. Um, and it was such an amazing spiritual journey for me. And after that, I was so inspired by that that I uh, wanted to do that. I wanted to create that for other women. Um, and so that's when I kind of stopped dropped like everything and um went uh and studied um personal training and health coaching and all things body and um started working at 24 hour fitness for $10 an hour after having a six figure ever after having a six figure career in the accounting world um because I was so invested in in the in the passion in my passion around health and body so right. um yeah, so that's when I got into that, and I actually was a personal trainer and health coach for 10 years um, and was one of the first people, in my world at least, that was talking about listening to bodies and communing with bodies and, um, you know, asking your body what food it wanted. I was doing that 10 years ago. Um, and so it was, it's really fun to see now how changed the industry is and how changed the conversation is with people with their bodies. Because when I was, uh, my first company was called Body Bliss, and it was about getting blissed out with your body. And people just looked at me like I was like an idiot. Like, what do you mean bliss and body in the same sentence, you know? Um <laughs> That's not, yeah. that's not, I don't even, that's not even a concept. I'm supposed to be controlling my body, you know? So, um, <laughs> so it was really, it, it was a, it was a, I was a kind of a trailblazer in that place and it was very challenging to build that business because people were not having that conversation with their body right. back then. Right. So can you just, you said it so fast. You went from what size to what size in what length of time? Uh, a size 16, I was 14, 16 to a size 4 in 12 weeks. 12 weeks? Yes. Wowzers. Yes. As Keisha says, exactly. 12 weeks. <laughs> That's wild, lady. Yeah, yeah. 
what were you doing a marathon a day or something like oh no, my you know goodness. what this is so you know it's so interesting yes like i had never done any weight training before i went to the gym you know i had never actually even um lifted weights um before that time so i so i definitely changed up what i was doing with my body exercising and eating really clean um but more than that i was doing an inside out job I was like looking mm. at how I hated my body, how I judged my body and um and was really clearing everything that I had thought was um uh possible with my body. So I was uh, I did all of it, the uh, kind of energetic and emotional and personal development work in addition to the exercise and um eating part of it and that was why I got the results that I did and that was really such an inspiration to me in moving forward with my clients because it's a combo platter you do one and not anything else and you'll get either no results or limited results you know and what you're really mm. looking for so that was really my concept is let's let's go from the inside out um and we'll, and also the outside in let's do both mm. Very cool. Very, very cool. Okay, so Suzanne, tell me something. What mm -hmm. is inspiring to you? I would say what's inspiring to me is um, people being courageous enough to um, to align with their truth and to live their life from that place. Um, I think that that's what I think leaning into the truth, especially in times of transition, especially in times of change, is one of the most inspiring, courageous things that we can do. Um, mm -hmm. Just look at ourselves in the mirror and say, yeah, you know what? This isn't working <laughs> and I want more and change needs to happen and I'm going for it. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to figure out something better. I don't know if there's more for me but I'm going for it. So to me, it's aligning. It's alignment. It's aligning with your truth. Um, it's being who you are. Um, it's it's being courageous enough to go for it. Mm, I love that. I love that. So, Suzanne, what is inspiring about you, to you? Mm, I feel like that I'm that i've that I have a tenacity about me that's inspiring um like uh considering where I came from with the physical emotional, and sexual abuse of my childhood um and a a lot of the experiences that I chose early on in my life and in my um early relationships um I should not be where I am today. Um, I, I, if you were to look at my trajectory, um, it could have looked like a battered woman, um, you know, who was the victim, um, you know, overweight, unhappy, um, and, and poor. <laughs> I was very poor as a child and that was my trajectory. Um, mm -hmm. and, I would say like that I have a tenacity to go for more um in every area of my life. I'm not going to settle with my body. I'm not going to settle with my money. I'm not going to settle with my relationships. I'm not going to settle in my career. I'm not fucking settling. So for me, it's that. It's like a tenacity to just keep 
going and to keep at it and to change and transition and move forward always. Hmm. And do you have you had times in your life, Suzanne, where where that wasn't present? You know, a, a, like a. I mean, you you've just spoken to some very challenging things. Were there times where you were um, felt like giving up, felt like running away from it all? Sure. Yeah. There's like been multiple times I've been fetal position, laying on the floor, bawling my eyes out, saying, "I don't want to be on this planet. I don't yeah. want to be here. It's too hard. I'm out. I can't do this." I'm seriously wrong. There's something wrong. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's lots of those intense, intense moments of feeling broken, completely, fundamentally broken. But it's like, um, you know, sometimes it's a day, sometimes it was a week, sometimes it was a month, but it was like I'm getting back up, I'm standing back up, and I'm going for it, um, and I'm not giving up. And there's got to be something different um, than what I'm what I'm experiencing right now and I'm finding it and I'm going to be tenacious enough to find it. That's fabulous. I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you have that within you. Um, you know, I listen to you and Megan on the radio and the energy and the, and the contribution that the both of you are is, is phenomenal. The, the change that you are making in the world and it, had it not been for you to reach down deep inside of you, to, to pull that up and say, hell no, I'm not stopping. Um, mm-hmm. the, there would be a lot of people without without the, the capacity to choose more as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, Suzanne, when did you begin to step into um, your psychic capacities and bring them into the world and speak to, um, speak to that? Yeah, so um, that's a newer development in the last five years or so. Um, the funny story is is that when I got together in relationship with Megan seven years ago, she had this crazy weird community that were super woo woo, you know, like the <laughs> like, and they'd like you know they'd carry crystals and they were all flowy in their clothes and I like came from this place of being like the corporate executive, like the accountant, right? And so I, yeah, so I come. I come into this community and I'm like, who the hell are all these people? And why are they talking about communing with the earth? You know, like I, it was just so bizarre for me and my world. And so I, I, right at the beginning of our relationship, I said, you know what, Megan, there's no way that I'm going to become one of your woo-woo friends. You know, um, <laughs> there's, there's no way I am not woo woo. Um, and then now it's like I've I've really turned into probably one of the most woo woo people that I know. Um, You're the woo leader. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So, um, but it started actually. I was building my health coaching and personal training business, and I went to a seminar in in Arizona um, to build my business. And the person leading it was doing something energetically and intuitively that I could see clearly. Um, and I was like, I want to know that whatever she's doing, however she's reading people, whatever that is, that's why I'm here. That's what I want to learn. And so that wasn't even what. The, the workshop was about <laughs> um, but I went and figured it out and I was like what is this thing and she um, she was reading people's Akashic records um, which an Akashic record is like an energy 
um, history of your soul, of how many lifetimes you've lived. Um, you know, it's like an energetic record in the spiritual realm. And she was reading that and then helping people with their lives and their business from that place. Um, and so I um, paid a lot of money at the time. It was like thousands and thousands of dollars um, for this program. And I mentored with her for about a year off and on and learned um, this this process of going into the Akashic Records. And it was really then that um, I developed my intuition. It was My intuition had always been on the back burner. It had always been whispering to me. It always actually used my ability to see people. Um, but it wasn't until I actually started with this kind of um, tool of the Akashic Records that launched me into my intuitive and Akashic Record business um, by the time I um, finished my coursework, um, by the time I got over the resistance. So I buy this huge program for thousands of dollars. I bring it home and I sit it on the counter for six weeks and I ignore it. Okay. <laughs> After having just had this amazing breakthrough, right? And like, um, this is what I'm meant to do. And then I leave it on the counter for six weeks. And I am not a procrastinator, people. I am not. Like, so for me, that was a crazy, like, thing. And Megan finally says to me, like, uh, what, what is going on? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I am freaking scared. I'm so scared to open this up because it, it, it feels huge. And, um, and I had this story that my mom was really, really weird and very out there and very outside of the box. And I did not want to be like her um, because she didn't function well in the world. And so I had lumped everything into this kind of intuitive thing. This, um, and so once I cleared a bunch of that shit and uh, I got through my coursework in like a few weeks and before I even finished, I had five paying clients. So it was like the universe saying to me, um, hello, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> this is your path. What the freak are you doing? You know, so um, it was really cool and inspiring, but also scary as hell. It was probably the scariest um, place for me to go, um, honestly. And um, yeah. That that was the opening in the beginning. So I started doing Akashic Record readings, and, um, you know, that was five years ago, and that's probably now about, like, 30% of my business is doing Akashic Record readings for people. Um, and I love it. It's super fun, and I'm really good at it, kind of my... Um, niche is um, past life stuff, like tuning into past life um, energies that are still affecting you now. I am, if you're part of Access, you understand the idea of the lock and the key, and I am the lock and the key for karma, and so I have the ability to clear karma for people. And people, if you are experiencing something in your life that is not working, you know, that you have done a lot of personal work around, then there is karma there. There is karma there. And <laughs> you've got to clear it in order to actually create something different. Okay, we just we just had 100,000 people lined up. Jesus, Suzanne, we don't have time for 100,000 people right now. <laughs> Like, who doesn't have something? Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to go for our second break. When we get back, we're going to dive even deeper. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. You're listening to the Inspired Choices Network. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? 
Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Wow, I'm so glad that was a really short break. <laughs> So we before we went for break, we were really getting into everything about your capacity with your psychic capacity, and as Keisha says in the chat room, embracing the woohoo of you, which is so true. <laughs> and it's it's funny, you know, it's funny that that was one of the first things that um, first capacities you had as a young child, and it's mm -hmm. one of the most recent ones that you've begun to embrace. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that all the time when I do coaching. It's like we we go with what we're good at. We don't go with what we're meant to do. You know, we ah. go with what we can get by with, but we don't actually go for the really like the genius place, the purpose place. Um, and that's one right. of my funnest readings is a sole purpose reading is to lean in and connect in with people's true essence and what they're really, really wanting to do in the world um, and not kind of just what pays the bills right now, kind of. Right. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> so if you would like to get in touch with the brilliant, fully capacity in every direction woman, Suzanne Stoffer, you can find her at livingyoursoultruth.com and it definitely is in the write-up of this replay. So Suzanne, you're, you're, you've been embracing so many things in your life and so many things about you. Um, you've changed the trajectory of your entire life from being Mormon. I, I assume you're not a Mormon anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, no, no, <laughs> going to put no. that out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm living, living with the ladies. So I'd be living in sin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so how did that all go down with the, uh, with the community? Cause you're still in the same community. Uh huh. Yeah, I am. And I, I, yeah. Um, it's, fun <laughs> and exciting and challenging. No, my family, it, my, the biggest challenge was with my family, honestly, because they were super shocked. Um, 
obviously. Um, I didn't leave the church until after I was like until in my 30s, my early 30s. So um, so I tried to do the church thing on and off for a long time. Um, but um, but yeah, I would say my family has really come around to supporting. They see me very happy. And um, and so it helps them to see that maybe I won't go to hell. <laughs> Or if I do, at least I'll be happy, you know, my whole way through. <laughs> and, and you're not a burden on them anymore, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, yeah, I just, I went and saw him last night, um, like we had a little family party or whatever. And it just gets easier and easier to be with my family because I, it, I choose me. You know, I choose my truth and I choose to go forward and I choose to not get hooked into the stuff. So it's easier and easier for me to um, be with whatever they are, with wherever they are, because I'm I feel so secure in me. You know, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome change for me because I used to be really scared that I'd lose everything. I'd lose my family. I'd lose my kids, you know, if I was me, if I chose me. And it's it's the opposite. That's awesome. And you must find, Suzanne, that when you're doing readings with people, um, that you can, you can really guide them forward into choosing them uh, now that you have done that so, so brilliantly in your life. Yes. You know, it's one of my favorite things is to, to help people remember who they truly are. You know, mm, it's, it's, one of, it's one of the one of the most amazing parts of what I do. And I also I wanted to I had this fun idea this morning to offer um, a 15 minute <gasps> clarity sessions like clear what? your karma. Yeah. Clear your <laughs> karma. If you guys wow. know about karma and uh, I'm, I'm looking like, around for it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it behind me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, I would say, like they, maybe like the first three or first five people to email me at uh, mm-hmm. Suzanne um, Peacestoffer at gmail dot com. Uh, maybe you can put my email in the replay um, information. It's S U Z A N N E P Stoffer S T A U F F E R at gmail dot com and just email me and say, hey, I want one of your Clear Your Karma laser sessions. And if you're one of the first three or five or whatever, I'll, I'll do it. We can, we can talk. Wow. Thank you so much. That's so generous. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I love you. doing that stuff. It's fun. Plus, it helps people get an experience of, uh, of really what it feels like to clear karma because we're all walking around with it and don't even know. <laughs> Do you know what you got all over you there? <laughs> exactly. Suzanne, Suzanne, Suzanne's always looking through a fog at people. Do you know what's around you? <laughs> okay, I'm totally, making this I, up. Yeah, I'm making I, this yeah. up, people. This is not. This is not. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I actually do see it. It see it shows up as uh, I feel it and I see it. Um, there's like a almost like a heavy, a lot of times black, kind of hazy. It's like people have mud on them. It's like they have dirt on them. Um, wow. And they're walking around. It's kind of like, you know, who is it that in the, the peanuts that has oh, yeah, dust yeah, all yeah. around them? Is that Linus or something? Yes, or I think it is Linus. Or, I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> that. That is how people walk around. They are like... <laughs> There's a, dust, there's a dust storm of of not them. 
And Suzanne's out there with her vacuum cleaner, vacuuming all that shit up. Totally. Totally. Yes. <laughs> like, you like, like I, a go- I, I, Ghostbusters I, I, with, the, with the vacuum on your back. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, I need to vacuum yes. you. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Look, look what happens early morning conversations. <laughs> the giggles come out. Into- yeah, we got to clean that shit up, man. we got to get organized. Get your true self out because that is not pretty. That is not looking good. You are not going to attract anything you want if you're walking that, that around new, like that. That new outfit just doesn't look very good because you got all that shit in there, too. Exactly. So, Suzanne, how – now, I know it's – different for everyone, of course, but when someone comes for one of these readings with you, how quickly do you see them to begin to change when the, when they have had this karma clearing? Uh, it's immediately. I mean, like, I can see the energy changing um, in their body, like, immediately, um, and they start lightening up. Um, now, sometimes people will choose back into the old story or the old construct, and so they, like, stop the change. But it it happens immediately. They start feeling lighter. They look different energetically. They're much more clear. They feel empowered. They feel clear. They feel like themselves. And, you know, they walk out from this place, in this different place of like, ooh, this is more of me. So um, it's immediate. And they have to keep choosing it, obviously. They have to, right. um, you know, really keep making those choices towards what they're who they truly are and what they truly want right right that's awesome that's fantastic okay people get on the phone or get in your emails email this woman um how brilliant uh her capacities to to see in so many different areas um so i know you as one of our brilliant radio show hosts here on the network with megan and and you love life and all things weird and when i met you two uh, i mean <laughs> it was in a class i think it was megan that turned around and said something to me wasn't it yeah mm-hmm. or yeah, i turned the, around and megan said something. yeah She's the more social one of the bunch, so of course it was going to be her. <laughs> and 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 she said, "Hey, are you the you the woman in the radio?" And blah blah blah. And, and then we connected, and you know, from the moment I connected with you two and had our first Skype, um, our first Skype meeting, it was so much fun, and there was so much laughter, and I could very easily see the difference. And the and the contributions each of you were. Uh, tell everyone what that radio show is all about. Um, love life and all things weird is, is about really going for like the extraordinary, you know, it's, it's about getting into all of that stuff that can just wear you down and wear you out, you know, trying to figure out how to create a business, um, how to create a relationship that works for you, um, and really like, um, exploring, how to choose magic so it's all of it is so much easier. So that's why it's love, life, and all things weird. Weird is the magical and the mystical. So I think we keep coming back to um, magic and um, miracles and possibility because it's the way through to make it easier. Um, but we're like, what I love about us is that we're real. We're in a real relationship, um, and there is. There's all kinds of shenanigans. Like, we're not the polished, um, you know, like radio <laughs> hosts. 
um, we keep, we're keeping it real all the time, you know, that sometimes life is amazing and, and you've got to keep choosing that and sometimes it's shit and you got to keep choosing out of it. And so right. I, I, that's what I love about our show is that we show up, we're real, we're in it to win it too with you. We're not above you telling you what to do. We're right there in the journey with you. That's obvious. And we're bringing magic. It is such a fabulous show. I mean, it's just there's so much action in the chat room and so much play. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 an honor to have the two of you on the platform. I'm I'm really it's glad fun. that Megan Megan said something. <laughs> so, I know, right? Yeah. So Suzanne, tell me what is important to you in the world at this time. Um. I would say at this time, I feel like more than ever, um, it's time to lower your barriers. It's time to choose you. It's time to be the change. Um, you know, I, I was sharing a vision with Megan the other night of like, I want, uh, I want a world where you meet somebody for the first time and you see the real them. You see there's no persona, there's no walls, there's no judgment. Um, there's just a, a communion and an essence and an uh, allowance of like, oh, hi, hi, I see you and you see me and let's go from there. That's the that's the vision that I see for this world and in a place and in a time where there's so much um, either or where there's so much I'm right, you're wrong, where there's so much fear, like can we just one on one show up for each other um, without walls and barriers and it just just as we are and that it's enough and that we can change the world from that place Mm. yes i choose that i choose Mm -hmm. that i love that so you know you've 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 had such a journey in your life so far and you're not by any means (laughs) done or uh, done discovering more about you but with with all that you've you've learned and all that you've experienced and created up to this point in your life Suzanne, what is your message uh, to the world for 2017? What is it that you would like them to know that maybe they're not willing to or haven't yet discovered? Hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's really about be you and you will change the world. Like, show up in all of you who you really are. Um, and follow the energy and you will change the world that you are enough and that the more of us that stand up and say, hey, this is who I am, this is my magic, this is my contribution, this is my impact, um, that it will be a cumulative effect that will change the consciousness of this planet. Mm-hmm. So, that. It's beautiful. Very, very, very well said. So with all of this that we've learned about you, where, where, what's the next step for you? What, what's, what's the future looking like for Suzanne Stauffer? Hmm. Well, I would say, like, um, we're in the game of, of 
going global, Megan and I, and that means traveling all over the world and teaching all over the world. Um, and this year I took on um, being her project manager, so relaunching her in the world. Um, and so that's been a really a crazy, fun, awesome um, experience. And so I see us, um, you know, being in the world and and creating impact for thousands and thousands like it's been really incredible for me over the last 20 plus years of being an entrepreneur that I get to work one-on-one -on -one with people and like have those places of communion and incredible transformation and it's a one-on-one -on -one experience and I love that I'll never go away from that but there is something about um, creating community. There's something about um, going out into the world and being as big and visible as I can be um, that that creates an impact of thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands that I'm about. Like I used to think it was enough to just do my one-on-one -on -one stuff and have my little life. Um, but it's not. It's not enough. And um, and I'll, I'll, I think that's what's so exciting and scary about the future is that I'm changing up um, how I've always done my life. And um, and it's really exciting and crazy scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's scary about it when you're a, a woman with your capacities, your psychic abilities, and the joy that you are in the world? You mm. know, Megan. You, you, uh, Megan, sorry, I'm reading Megan in the chat room. <laughs> she said, when you're referring to her now, that's a project. Just <laughs> true. <laughs> but Suzanne, you know, you you know what you're you're doing. You you know the capacities that you have. Is it is it scary or is it exciting that it's stretching you? Uh, well, it's not. It's like I I trust my capacities. Um, it's like, but I've always been, uh, the type of person that was like, I'm, I got this, I'm going to do this almost like it's my, I, I'm, I'm the only one that can do this <laughs> in a way. And so for me in this stepping forward, it's like surrendering into the support of the universe. Um, cause I can't create this big dream by myself. Um, right. and so it, it's really about, uh, the, the fear or excitement or whatever you want to call it is about trusting um, the unknown. It's about trusting what I can't control. It's about trusting the magic. And so that mm. is a, that is a huge leap for me. Um, but it's also super, super exciting and thrilling. And I think it's my up level, my next big, big up level. I love it. I love it. So if you would like to get in touch with Suzanne, yet again, livingyoursoultruth.com. Um, you definitely don't want to reach out to this brilliant being and ever contribute in your world. And of course, if you jump on your email immediately, uh, you can get a laser karma soul clearing at Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Thank you so much, darling, for getting up this morning, for being with us today, and for sharing all of your brilliance in the world. You certainly are a gift to, to us and to all of our listeners and to many, many more people, and I truly appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> okay, everyone, go rock your Monday! Woo! Thank you for listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Radio Show. 
We will be here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, continue to create you with joy and inspiration.